Welcome to Freedom Word Podcast from the Freedom Center International East Legon Branch. As a weekly podcast, the Word of God is taught and preached by Apostle Ken Kojusafo, Man of the Spirit. And we will invest in the Word of God. Get set for a revelation that will transform your life for good. Now, let's get into the Word of God. And it is very difficult to understand the totality of God. The operational method of God and the way he does his things always blows our mind. With my work with God, there's something I've observed and there's something I've learned from God. Even though in the book of Revelations, John, the revelator, says something. He said, when I saw him, there was a name upon his forehead that he is the Alpha and he is the Omega. Now, if God is the Alpha and he is the Omega, it means that he is the beginning from the word go he is there. And at the destination too, he is there. So what be, happens between Alpha and Omega, in between, what happens? Anytime God is speaking or God is dealing with us, he always speaks the des- about the destination. God is always interested about the end results. He will tell you that I am taking you to the land that flows with milk and honey. But what is the process and how are we going to get there? He will reveal the future to you. You will see the sun, the moon, and the stars bowing to you. But how are you going to experience that? God is very interested about the end result. He is always particular about the end result. So sometimes people get discouraged about God and they get discouraged about Christianity. Because the prophetic word that was spoken, that beautiful revelation and that beautiful dream, it seems it's not coming through. The reason is God will always speak about the end result. But from where you are to the future, he is always quiet. And I always ask myself, why is he quiet at that particular moment, at that instance? Why is God always quiet? You see, if you don't understand the operational method and the way God does his things, you always get confused with God and about God. If you don't understand the way God operates, you will not understand the totality of God. Isaiah said, he said, I will not cause you pain unless I am about to do something new. In other words, what God is saying is that out of any new thing comes out of pain. If you are able to understand that there is a blessing attached to pain, or any blessing that does not come out of pain, it doesn't last. 
It doesn't move into the generations. Anything that God enforced or God, I mean, speak about, it is born out of pain. Sometimes we are so enthused and we are so, we are so excited about the future, about the end result. But we don't know the process and the pain attached to it to birth the, the future. Sometimes when you are called into ministry, the prophetic word that will be pronounced upon you that God is going to use you. God is going to do this. God is going to do that. But you said they will not tell you the process and how you get there. Sometimes we, 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 from the social point of view, from Christianity point of view, all of us, we have heroes. We have people that we look up to. People who inspire us. People that we call our heroes and that we call our personalities. But one of the certain is that we are not interested to know how they made it to that standard. From the Bible days to the, I mean, to, to modern history, everyone who has become relevant and important in life, just their life. There is an altar of pain attached to it. There's a blessing that comes out of pain. Isaiah said, when Zion traveleth, she brought forth. Church, you cannot travel outside pain. For you to be able to bring forth you got to travel. And it is born out of pain. If your mother here, you understand what I'm saying. When you are in the maternity ward and you are about to deliver, sometimes the midwives and the nurses will tell you that anytime the pain intensify, push. Because during the intensity of the pain, that's when the baby also pushed down. Sometimes the midwife will come and they will put their finger there to check the head and how far the baby is. And they will tell you that when the pain intensify, push. The blessings that comes out of pain. Let's check something from the Bible. Genesis chapter 3 verse 16. Can I have a reader? Yes, please. says that God said to the woman when you are about to deliver your baby I the Lord will intensify or increase your pain now somebody will say that the pastor God was addressing the woman yes it's true but in the letter woman you find man in it God said when you are about to deliver your baby I, the Lord, will intensify your pain. When you are about to break through and break forth, I, the Lord, I will intensify your pain. When you are about to explode, when
when you are about to grow, when you are about to be exalted, I, the Lord, I will intensify your pain. When you are about to advance, when you are about to move forward, I, the Lord, I will intensify your pain. Now look at me. There are some of you sitting down here. You are where you are or you are here because of pain. Some of us, we are here because we are a product of pain. We were pushed to trust God. To, I mean, believe God beyond any reasonable doubt. Out of pain. We are doing what we are doing. Out of pain. We, we, we've seen God and we've met God. Out of pain. Some of you, you grew up without a father. You grew up without a mother. Among your siblings or with all your siblings, all of them were educated to a certain level. But when it got to your turn, daddy passed away or mommy passed away. So you couldn't make it. You couldn't make it to that level of education. But out of that pain and out of that disappointment, look at where God has brought you. Some of you, your landlord in the afternoon or during the rainy season, the landlord evicted you painfully and out of that today you own a plot of land and today you drive your own car. Some of you were driving somebody's car. I mean, work and pay. But at a certain time when you are closer to finish the contract and have the car, out of the, all of a sudden, the man just brought something to mess you up and took the car. Today you own two cars. The blessings that comes out of pain. In the book of Genesis chapter 37, Bible says that there was the grandson of Abraham who is coming from the dynasty of Abraham. Bible says that when God met Abraham in Genesis 12, he spoke to Abraham. Abraham obeyed God with the, the wife Sarai. They moved out. Isaac came as a product. The Bible said that Jacob came. Now, when Jacob came, Bible said he gave birth to I mean, 12 sons and a daughter called Diana. Now, Bible says that Jacob was about to go to the fathers. So he called all the sons and started to pronounce blessings and prophesy upon their lives. Now, before the Bible says that Jacob was living in the place called Canaan, that among the 12 sons, he needed to pass the Abrahamic blessings to the next in line. Bible says he looked through all the sons and the firstborn blessing that's supposed to go to Reuben because of what Reuben did. Bible says that the, 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 the blessings and the Abrahamic unction passed through all the sons and it rested on Joseph. Bible says that Jacob passed the coat of the many colors to Joseph. The moment Joseph received the coat of the many colors, Bible said that he started to have dreams. He saw the future. He saw the sun. He saw the moon. He saw the stars bowing. And at the end, Joseph would tell the, the brothers and the siblings that this is what I saw. Bible said that they would rebuke him. And at the end, Joseph would use the coat of many colors to sleep. The moment he closed his eyes, he would see the future. Bible said that when he spoke to the father that daddy this is what I saw last night the father said that is do, do you mean that we are, I am going to bow to you the father saw something and realized that no this boy is going somewhere God has revealed the future to the boy 
This is how God does and operates with his sons and children. He is very interested to reveal the future to you. But the process and the method to travel and journey to the future, God is always quiet and this is called pain. Some of us, we are here and we see God and we receive blessings from God out of pain. Somebody to push you around. Somebody has to, has to disappoint you. There are some of you married here. You met your husband or your wife after the heartbreak from the other relationship or the previous one. Until you go through pain, you will never receive and you never see God. Joseph received the coat of the many caliphs. He became a dreamer. He saw things. Things were revealed to Joseph. Bible says all of a sudden, father asked him, go and give food to your brothers at second. Joseph was going when he got there. Bible said that there was nobody there and he, he met a man and the man said, I heard your brother saying that we are going to Dalton. Joseph proceeded to Dalton when he got there. They said, there comes the dreamer. They arrested Joseph. They threw him. They took the coat of many colors. I mean, you know the story. They threw him the system in the pit. And Bible said that even in the pit, God was still there with Joseph. God will always speak about the future. God will always speak about what is ahead of you. But he will not tell you the, the, the things that will happen in your lifetime. It's a blessing for you. Last time I was preaching this message in Luton and I told them that, listen, the lessons from life, Oxford University, they don't offer that course. Lincoln never offered that course. The lessons and the things that we, we learn from pain, I'm telling you, no university in this world offer that course. If you're a product of pain, if you are, you are lines out of pain, I mean, your, 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 your blessings always last. And your experiences in life, it goes beyond the borders. There's a blessing that comes out of pain. I was telling the church in Luther that there's difference between pain and bitterness. Some of us believers, one of our major problems is that we mix the two together. That's why we don't see the hand of God. Jo do you remember Joseph said to the brothers, Joseph, when the brothers realized that Joseph has become the prince of Egypt, they said that we are dead and we are gone. Joseph said, no, don't say that because who knows that God sent me ahead of you to preserve this family. When you mix bitterness with pain, you will never receive the blessings from the Lord. If you do understand or differentiate between bitterness and pain, you always go overboard. There's a blessing that comes out of pain. Joseph was treated, I mean, very badly. But he gave divine interpretation to it. And anywhere I go, I always tell the church that people of God, until we come to that point and we come to that place where whatever we go through events in life, experiences in life, we give divine interpretation to it. As we always create enemies and see breakthroughs as evil, as curses. Until we are able to bring it into divine interpretation that what is God saying about this? And what is God saying concerning this situation? We always curse our stars and curse the future. There's a blessing that comes out of pain. Pain has put a lot of people in hunger for success. 
Pain has put a lot of people in a position to pray the more. Pain has put a lot of people in the position to, I mean, to build altars and to sow seed. So that the future will be guaranteed. There's a blessing that comes out of pain. Bible said that when Joseph was sent to the house of Potiphar, one day I was learning this scripture about Joseph and God gave me a revelation. Do you know that when the Israelites took the slaves to Egypt to sell them, at the slaves market, there were a lot of slaves from different continents and different countries that came to that market. It wasn't Joseph alone. Now, when you check your Bible carefully, the Bible says that and Potiphar and the wife, they had slaves in the house already. So it's not like they are now looking for a slave. So what prompted them to come to that slave market that particular day? When Joseph arrived at that market that day, among all the slaves, Bible said that they chose Joseph. And they brought Joseph home. And the master entrusted everything in the hands of Joseph. Now you know that from the land of Canaan, because Joseph's mother, Rahel, died long ago, the, 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 the mother-in-laws, some of you, you grew up with your mother-in-laws and you know the treatment. Joseph could not have the opportunity to be educated like the brothers, like Simeon, Dan, and all the other guys. The reason is that those days, there was no mainstream education like our days. The mainstream education was looking after the father's sheep. Now, when you look after the father's sheep, that is when you get education. And Joseph could not have that privilege. He was always at home. So he couldn't have the privilege to go to school. He couldn't have the privilege to look after father's sheep. That's, do you remember when the Bible said that when David came to the battlefield and the brothers saw him, they said, whom have you left the, the few sheep with? But that's the only way you can be educated. So Joseph was not educated, but yet he had a dream about the future. Yet he has seen the stars, the moon, and, 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 and all this thing bowing. But yet he's got no qualification. He was a product of pain. And God told me that when Joseph came to the house, the master Potiphar gave him everything in the house. He said, take control over my bank account, my estates, and all my assets. So what Potiphar would do with Joseph is that when Joseph is giving 10 cities to go to the market and buy something, let's say 6 cities, when Joseph comes with the change, the master Potiphar will ask him questions. How much did you spend? And what is the balance left? Joseph will be confused and Potiphar will take his time because Potiphar was the chief economist of, of Egypt. So he would take his time and put all the coins down and say, Joseph, if you subtract this amount from this, this is the result. And if you take this out of this, this is the result. So gradually, sometimes you see, God will may not have the privilege from the beginning. But along life, because God has spoken about the future, because God is concerned about the, the destination, God will always bring somebody like Potiphar. Some of us, we met Potiphar along the way. They trained us, they taught us, and they gave us empowerment to learn towards the future. So don't be bitter and don't be don't see it as as, as as bitterness when you are you find yourself in the house of Potiphar. You are there for a reason. 
They bought you from the market out of, out of a reason. There were a lot of slaves, but they chose you. There are a lot of people in the family, but God looked through and he chose you. Sometimes we think that we are alone in life, but you are not alone. If in your painful moment, when a Hebrew boy, a descendant of Abraham, saw himself at the slave's market, he thought that the God of Abraham does not exist. Because there is no way that the dynasty and the covenant between Abraham and God will permit a descendant, the blood of Abraham, to become a slave. But God knows what he is doing. There is a blessing that comes out of pain. When God has proposed that you will sit on the, on the prime seat in Egypt, God will use the method and the process of pain to bring you to that realms and bless you. God gave me another revelation. I saw Mr. Potiphar having a private teacher for his children at home. And anytime the private teacher will come and put the screen up there teaching the boys and the girls in the house, teaching them mathematics, how to subtract and add and speak better English, I saw Joseph hiding himself at the back with just a cement paper and pencil. Whatever they will put on the screen, Joseph will also put it down. So he find a way, in a way, or he find a, an obscured way to educate himself in the midst of pain. People of God, when you are going through any painful moment, don't abandon the dream. Educate yourself and equip yourself for the promises ahead of you. There's a blessings that come out of pain. Wherever God will position you and place you, educate yourself. Equip yourself. Prepare yourself. Don't be so interested about the prophecy. Don't be so interested about the dreams you saw in Canaan. Because God never mentioned the process and the vehicle to ascend your throne. He is always quiet. But the only process God used is the process of pain to push you out to birth those dreams. In the midst of not having any qualification in life, Joseph himself learned through the process of pain that I will not sit in this house when this teacher is here to teach the boys without making any progress or making any advances towards it. Any homework the teacher will put on the screen, Joseph will also write it down. Take it to his boys' quarters and also solve the problem. Some of you, there is a prophetic word upon your life. You have ministry in your life. I mean, the, the calling of the Lord is upon you. It might not be in Ghana. It might be abroad. But listen to me. This is the house of Potiphar. To begin to learn and write. How to lead open prayer. How to do A, B, A, B C, D. And by so doing, you equip yourself. You might not be in a, in a prominent Bible school. But God will use you. I know a man in the Bible. He was only sleeping on the floor of the missing house. The legitimate sons, the Hophini and the Hephinehas, they were sleeping on orthopedic bed in the missing house. But when God was calling, he did not call the Hophini and the Hephinehas. He called those who were sleeping on the floor. Why? Because Samuel has equipped himself enough to I mean, take the mantle to the next level out of pain. Do you think Samuel was excited? 
when he was sleeping on the floor, whilst Hopini, Hopini and Phineas were sleeping on orthopedic mattress. Do you think that someone was laughing when he was mopping the church and wiping the act of the testimony whilst Hopini and Phineas were molesting women and the young ladies in the church? Do you think someone was excited? He was very painful. He was going through that painful moment. But Samuel trained himself in there. So when God was calling, he mentioned the name of Samuel. He called Samuel three times. Why? Because he was equipped. When Pharaoh was looking for somebody to interpret, tell him the dreams and also interpret the dreams, there was nobody. The Bible says that and the magicians and the enchanters and the astrologers in Egypt, nobody was able to interpret. They told Pharaoh that it takes a God to interpret such dream. Who is this God? And who is this boy? Where is he coming from? Why couldn't the Egyptians? Because those days, civilization, were, the set of civilization was in Egypt. So why couldn't the, the, the learned question the integrity and the certificate of Joseph to rule Egypt and to manage their finances? Why couldn't they question Joseph? What is the background of Joseph? Who educated Joseph? Who is a classmate of jo uh, Joseph? His class classmates were prisoners. His mates were from the slaves market. He is not coming from any good place. But yet God has spoken about the future. The moon, the sun, and the stars. There is a blessing that comes out of pain. Whatever pain you are going through. Whatever painful moment you pass through, Bible says in the book of Psalms, Bible says and when they pass through the valley of Baca, they turn it into spring. Whatever valley that you are passing through, turn it into spring. Turn it into spring. There's a blessing that comes out of pain. Anytime a woman, when you rush them, a pregnant woman, when you rush them to the hospital, at their ninth month. Sometimes I've been there three times, so I know what I'm talking about. When they are screaming and they are crying, they behave like mad people. When they are shouting and screaming, you can see that something mega is coming out of an obscured place. The pain. But the beautiful side is that when that thing is able to come out and that thing begins to announce itself with a little cry and the mother hears that cry that the dream has come to pass for the revelation that waited for an appointed time and the appointed time has come. They forget about their pain. And when the baby is placed on their chest, they smile. Sometimes you ask the way they scream and the way they shout. You always say, that, oh, she will never go back to that situation again. But the moment the revelation comes out, they forget themselves. Sometimes, some of them, it doesn't, take, it doesn't take them six months for them to go back there again. Why? Because the, the, the price and the outcome it's more important than the pain. Why it has to pass through the process of pain. Bible says when, when the brothers of Joseph came and they were coming to buy grains and when they sat 
they, they, they stood in front of Joseph. Joseph recognized them. But they could not recognize Joseph. Because he was dressed like the prince of Egypt. With the ring of Pharaoh authority on his finger. With every symbol of the Egyptians on him. So he saw them, but they could not see him. So God took me to the book of Psalm 23, where David said that, and the Lord will set a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You will see them, but they will not see you. Because they know that you die out of the pain. The process they push you through, you will not survive. You will die through it. But not knowing that God is using that medium to elevate and expand you. Don't quit. Don't think that you are the only person going through this pain. It is a universal thing. Wherever God shows interest, it comes out of pain or pain is attached. Anything that God has spoken about, pain is attached to that. Be ministry, marriage, career, education, whatever, concerning life, pain is attached to it. People of God, I've walked on my foot. I've walked from Taifa to Tessi. In this country, I've done before. That I had no, I had no idea that there, there's even a shortcut to pass to 37 and cross over to the other. I, all I knew was Trotro route. So from Taifa, Taifa, Jansen, St. John's, Atimota, up to Circle, then I made a U-turn to Ring Road. Then I passed through Ring Road to Labadi. Uh, to the time I got to Tessie, it was almost 1 a.m. I wept. I think I've said it in this church before. That was the day when I was driving. In, uh, I was walking in front of Labadi Beach. The, uh, almost midnight, I saw these two young boys driving a convertible car. Young, young boys at my age. I'm coming out of Labadi Beach Hotel and I was passing in front of it. I mean, to go, you know, between Labadi Beach and where the, the soldiers are, you know, that darkness, that bridge, it's very dark. So when I saw them driving that car with that sound coming out of that Porsche Hotel and I look at myself, I was looking from the top to down. Then when I lifted my eyes, what I saw was British Airways passing above me. With tears, I saw them. I saw the journey ahead of me, and I lifted my eyes and I saw British Airways passing upon my head. And that was when I spoke to God. I said, No, it can be. It can be. There should be a change. There should be a change. Jabez was born out of pain, he was a product of pain. And that pain pushed him closer to God. The mother named him Jabez because he was a product of pain. But he said, no. The name is just a means to get access to God. It is not to define my destiny. So he pushed him to God. Bible said, and he called upon the name of the Lord with three requests. Keep your hand upon me. Expand my boundaries. And Bible says, God granted his request. Why? Because when you understand the blessings that comes out of pain, God will always grant your request. 
You don't need to pay them back. But let your success do the talking. Let what God has said, the miracle and the breakthrough, let it do the talking for you. Don't pay them back. Don't bear grudges with them. Don't try to prove a point. Allow God to work and finish with you. Don't come out of the Egyptian prison and rise to go and prove yourself to your brothers. Look at Joseph. He saw them from, from day one. He allowed them to go. On the second day, he asked them to bring his brother Benjamin. He detained Benjamin. He said, go back and tell your father. Don't rise to show yourself to them. Go through the process. Because he saw the moon, the sun, and the stars. But this time, only the stars are bowing, the brothers. What about the moon? What about the father? What about the son? What about the mother? They were not there. So it was too early to come out. Some of you, you don't allow God to finish working on the, what he has said about you. Some of you, the moment the stars bow, you rush to uh, let them know who you are. You don't allow the sun and the, and the moon to come. Allow God to finish. Don't, don't rush to pay them back. Don't rush. There's a blessing coming. That comes out of pain. Before I sit down. You know this woman? The Bible says the husband is called Elkanah. And I've preached this message in this church before. That anybody in the Bible who has got the name Elkanah, Elizabeth, El, Elijah, El Shaddai, all these names, E-L, they have divine access to the throne. Anyone in the Bible who has that name, Elkanah, Elisha, Elijah, Elizabeth, all these people, LL, they have divine. When the moment they open their mouth, it goes straight. Elkanah had two wives, Penina and Hannah. Hannah was the beloved. But it was not well. Every year they would go to Silo, they worship, and they would sacrifice two things. Don't forget that. The time you come to church is two things worship and sacrifice. Bible says that Penina, who was not the beloved, he would just rub shoulders with Elkanah and she would conceive. Hannah would do all the gymnastics, she would not conceive. But she comes to worship and sacrifice. One day they came to Silo to worship and sacrifice. Then Hannah was thirsty. So she stepped down and called the son of Penina. I said, son, can you just go out there and buy me a bottle of water? Which was usual because they live together as a family. But the moment Hannah asked the boy to go and buy the water, all of a sudden, Penina got up and rushed to Hannah. Hannah, you can't do this. You can't do that. Why can't you also conceive? Hannah, you can't do that. So Hannah said, what, what is this? Why, you are a woman. Why are you insulting me with, with what you know? That I mean, we don't mention or we don't use it against women. When a woman is at the stage of getting married and also giving birth. Even if you're a pastor and you are counseling that person, you should be very sensitive. 
Because what I can use, the word I will use for Jake, if I mistakenly use it for that person at that age, the church will collapse. But Penina used those words. And Anna said, hang on. Is that what you are telling me? So I was expecting Hannah, I mean, to just enter her room and put on Jane's shorts and come and give it to Penina. But Hannah said, no. Sometimes we get so comfortable in our zone because we have alternative. Because Penina has got children, we get so comfortable to send their children to do the errand for us. But you see, sometimes you should understand that the breakthrough is not yours. The sons of Penina are not the sons of Hannah, no matter what. Now, sometimes when you are very comfortable at your zone, you can sit by the pool of Bethsaida for 38 years. Even though the water is dead, but because you are so comfortable, the blind will jump to it. But the cripple who has got the eyes will still sit there for 38 years. Thinking that the water is not stirred. But the angel of the Lord has come. This year, the angel, there is a divine visitation. The water is already stirred. So until you move, because for that man to move out of his, his pain to jump and get into the water, the pain was what he was trying to avoid. So it took him 38 years. There are people in the church. That's why there's always jealousy in the church. They, they are so comfortable. They don't, want, they don't want to work themselves out of pain. Hannah was so comfortable. There was a prophet in the loins of Hannah. But she was so comfortable. When you carry the blessings or, or the unction of a prophet, you don't get comfortable. She was so comfortable because anytime they are sacrificing and, and, and Elkanah will come and say, oh my beloved Hannah, you see, because you are so beautiful and because I love you, have the fat side of the meat and Hannah will be laughing. Hey. But you see, life goes beyond that. It goes beyond that. So God needs to use the voice of Penina to provoke instead the water of Hannah. She was so painful. And when, when I saw God sitting on his throne and when God saw Hannah being so hurt and painful, God was laughing and clapping the hands. God said, this is the time. This is the time. Because I've been waiting for this. You, Hannah, you sat down for Penina and Phineas to molest and mess up in the church. But you are the vessel to bring the next prophet. But you are so comfortable. I need to push you out of pain. Some of you, somebody said a word to you. You took it as an insult. You took it bitterly. But translate it divinely. Give divine interpretation to it. And you will know that it is the voice of God that is coming out of pain to push you out of your comfort zone. When Hannah was pushed out of pain, where did she turn to? A place that a woman, supposed, a woman is not supposed to go. Bible said and Eli was sitting at the entrance of the, the, the door that leads to where the ark of the testimony was. 
So that nobody, because you see, even, do you remember Uzzah, when Uzzah touched the ark, she died because she was not a priest and she was not a prophet. So under no circumstances can anybody enter that room. That was why Eli was sitting down there so that you cannot jump over here. So for Hannah to jump, leap over Eli and enter that room without Eli recognizing it, you should understand that when you allow and you understand the blessing that comes out of pain, you will do the unthinkable. And you force the hand of God to do what he has said. Why couldn't Eli feel Hannah jumping over, her, over him? But Eli had a voice in there. And Eli said, who is this person so drunk? Who is this person so drunk standing by the ark of the testimony? And Hannah paused her conversation with God and said, Eli, let me address you. I am not drunk. I am so amazed that as a man of God, as a high priest, because before you will be appointed as a high priest, you should have the spirit of interpretation and the gift of prophecy. And Hannah was not drunk. Hannah was praying from within, out of pain. She was having one-on-one -on -one with God. Because when you are a product of pain, and you are praying, and you know, you've seen the end, you've seen Canaan, you've seen the land flows with milk and honey, and you are praying, your prayer is different. And that was how Hannah was doing. And the high priest called her drunk, drunkard. And she said, I'm not drunk. I am pouring my heart out because somebody has stepped on the tail of the lion and the lion cannot keep quiet. And that was when Eli said, may God grant your desire and a year by this time when you are coming back, you come with a baby. So upon all these years that Hannah was sacrificing, worshipping, why couldn't Eli speak this word upon her because she couldn't interpret her, her pain she was so comfortable please until you are able to move out of your comfort zone and step out there in pain you will never see the blessings that comes out of it with the blessings of God he will bless us check your bible carefully everyone that God spoke about Check how they got their blessings and their breakthrough. In life, history, politics, economics, medicine, check. Everyone who has become relevant in history, check their life. All of them are a product of pain. Go to South Africa, they will talk to you and tell you about Madiba Mandela. Urine has been poured upon him before. of prison, he became a president. Check the background of Kwame Nkrumah. Check the background of the current president. The name calling, insult and other things. The pain. Don't you think that sometimes they sit by the radio and they hear people insulting them and they say tears. But if you are able to interpret your pain wisely, you will know that it is the catapult you to that destination. There's a blessing that comes out of pain. God will not do anything unless he calls pain to come. 
Pain is the medium God used to get our attention. That's the medium God used to get our attention. Because sometimes, some of us, we are so busy. Pain is the seed of attention and the seed of acceptance and the seed of change. Whatever you've experienced in your life, whatever you've gone through in your life, whatever you've, you've, you, you've seen in life, painful, please, Give divine interpretation to it. So the last time I was standing in front of the house and I saw police pickup coming with a Bokubi is it land whatever. They were coming from the other side of the house. I was standing there with a vest with two of the workers. I think two weeks ago. And they stopped and said, we are looking for honorable. honorable. I said, okay, he's in the house. So the police with guns and then they walk into the house and they saw the caretaker and said, we are looking for honorable, the owner of this house. And he pointed them that he's the one you met at the gate. So they came to me and they was like, is that your house? I said, yeah. Is there any problem? Say, no, no, it's just beautiful. We wanted to uh, admire, admire it and just see the person. So, thank you very much. So, are you a politician? I said, no. Are you an MP? I said, no. Well, yes, I'm a man of God. And they were, they were like that. I kept quiet. They said, oh, can we have your number or can you have our number? If you need anything, protection or patrol, we will just do it for you. Then God took me way back years ago. When I came to Accra, I moved from my hometown. I came down to Accra. All the days I spent in Accra, I never slept on a bed. I've slept in the kiosk before. Rainy season, the kiosk was leaking like something in Teshi. I was doing my remedials at Nungwa Secondary School. So I was living with a family person but they had no room for me so just a kiosk I moved to Taifa and the only place I can sleep was just on the floor for three years never slept on a bed and during that pain for a moment I trusted God the more prayed the more because sometimes you are not comfortable so the only place you will be comfortable is at the church and the church was uncompleted. So you have to do all night by force with mosquitoes throughout. And I was asking God, why? I had no uncle, brother, sister, or any sibling abroad that at least I can look up to. And just to give me hope. You tend to left, you tend to right painful event. You check your mother's side, you check your father's side. There's nobody to look up to. And God told me, this is the reason why I told Abraham, only lift up your eyes and count the stars. And David said, when I lift up my eyes to the hills, my mother's side and my father's side, there's nobody. So my help comes from the Lord. And that was when I got my inspiration to do the unthinkable. Not because we have the resources. Not because of UK. Not because of 
uh, of whatever. But what God spoke some years ago and he released us into pain for us to learn and trust him through the process of pain. It has given us the hope and the inspiration to believe God beyond any reasonable doubt. I'm telling you, let's put the Bible aside. You see, with my life, I, 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 there's nothing called impossibility. I've seen God to extend that everything is possible. God will never give you resources. If God gives you the resources, then he is not God. He will give you the destination. He will give you the dream. The art of pain, the resources will come. Out of pain, God will launch you. We've met bishops. We've met senior apostles and big men of God in UK. Sometimes when you're on the platform with them and you hear their word. Some years ago, I was in looting a, a, a pastor's forum platform and there was this man called Bishop Kola. Hey, this man, the way the man will talk. Nigerian, big. So one day, I happened to pass through his church. And it was Bishop Kola and the wife alone sitting there and two children. I said, whoa. The battle is not for the swift. The race is not for the swift and the battle is not for the strong. Some of them are at my father's age. They come and say, oh, so far, how did you do it? Because it's not easy to manage ministry in this country consistently for 16 years and you are not going backward upon the painful experiences. We've experienced pain Rejection, breaking hearts. I mean, not in this country. I'm in UK. You trust God with a person, with the gift of the womb, it comes and they move to the next step to testify. You trust God with them and they receive their resident permit and they move to the next house and testify that the moment I got here, I got my resident permit. The insults and other things. Some of the men of God said, we can't stand it. I just I, I want to be private with my wife and children. They close the church down consistently for 16 years. How did you do it? And I look back and I saw the painful moment when we were carrying speakers from one end to another end. When we were sleeping at the church, when we were sweeping at the church, sweeping the church, cleaning and doing all this kind of stuff. No, no, we are doing those painful moments. God was equipping us to let us. I had no relative in abroad. I never thought that I would even travel and even become a pastor. I mean, pastoring such a church. I never thought. And it's not Bible school that trains me. Bible school never tell you all what I'm sharing with you. They will give you all the theological names and words, Greek words, then give you a certificate. But step out there on the field and work with it. Then you see the real ministry. But what has kept us going consistently, growing every day, is the painful moment we experienced. We saw God in that, those days, and yet He is the same God. Whatever you are going through, you, you, may not, you may not have idea. You may not have idea. 
You may not have idea where you'll be tomorrow and where God is sending you tomorrow. But what will cause you to survive? It's not the resident permit or the British passport, but the painful moment and experiences in your life. Do you think that Joseph was able to rule Egypt? What school did he attend in Egypt? How did he manage the economy of Egypt? Who was the advisor of Joseph? He was able to manage the affairs of the Egyptians based on the painful experiences. Joseph never failed. Check history. History will tell you that from the days of Joseph, Egypt has not experienced such boom in the economy. But who is this man? What is his qualification and background? Pain. The blessings that comes out of pain. Whatever you are going through, being ministry, marriage or whatever, the name calling and all these things, please, don't be bitter about it. Be like Hannah. Walk into the Holy of Holies and have a word with God. And he will lead you and bring you somewhere. Oh, I love it. When you read the book of First Samuel, the Bible says, and Hannah said, and the Lord has exalted the horns of the one who had nothing yesterday. And today, this one son has become the spokesperson of God. Bible said, and someone spoke, and none of his words will fall apart. Has he not spoken? And will he not do it? May God bless you. FCI, God. May God bless you. In your painful moments, in your painful experiences, let whatever your landlord has said to you, some of you, I, I hear the spirit of the Lord saying that you are working with people, I mean, like a store, a shop. Sometimes they accuse you for nothing. God said that it is a, it's a, it's a training grounds for you. You are going to own supermarkets. Some of you are going to become landlords and landladies. No matter what you are going through, don't be bitter. Don't be bitter. Don't be bitter. There's a blessing that comes out of pain. Give birth. Push. Don't stop. In the, in, in the midst of your pain. Push. In the midst of your pain. Push. You go and speak to any midwife. They will tell you that when the baby is just down there and you don't push because you see when the head of the baby comes, that is not the result. When the head of the baby comes out and the shoulders, because the shoulder to shoulder they are broader than the head. So when the head, the shoulder and the shoulder is coming out, it is more painful. But this when you got to push you stop you kill the baby don't kill that dream don't kill that revelation i know that you don't have the resources you have the dream but you don't have the resources you have the plan but you don't have the resources you have the plan but you don't have a plot of land but keep it don't throw it away because one day you become a prime minister of egypt your qualification will be the pain for that you are going through. One day you will stand somewhere and say, Pastor Kevin told us. You stand somewhere, you sit in your living room and you tell your story to your children. God told me there was a literature book I read about the Diakoda Adventure when I was in Ghana. If you have read that book, you understand what I'm talking about. After coming out of his own prison, the Diaco was standing and sitting on top of his balcony. There were these two young guys passing and they said this guy is rich he said come here and listen to my story i've been on the death row before but god came through for me there's a blessing that comes out of pain go and ask joseph when you meet jabez ask him his story 
When you meet all these great guys, ask them their story. When you meet Elisha, ask him the story. Do you think that it was easy for you to walk with your master from Gilgal to Jericho? Jericho to Bethel, Bethel to Jordan. Do you think it was an easy job? And out of pain, he became the next prophet of the land. The blessing that comes out of pain. Close your eyes with me for a moment. I don't know what you are going through. Let those words be your inspiration. Those who doubt and those who says you can make it, oh, let those words be your inspiration. You will make it. You will do it. 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 You will give birth. You will give birth to triplets, twins. You will marry. You will give birth to twins. When the time is set, when the time is set, you will marry.
But hear God saying he's the one. He's the one. He's the one. Now for you to hear that your father forgot that you exist. Look at the pain. Look at the pain. So when this man sits and begins to write Psalms and says, you anoint my hair with oil and the oil runs over my cup runs over he knows what he's talking about check your heroes check their background Abraham blessings are mine check his background I possess the ble- I want to be like Joseph check their background it will end well I hear God saying that tell them it will end well it will end well. Amen. The pain will end well. Oh, Jesus. You will celebrate and you'll be celebrated. Weeping may endure for a night. My joy comes in the morning. You'll be exalted. You will sit on your throne. Amen. You will sit on your throne. Oh, Jesus. What he has said, God, it will God. surely come Amen. to pass. Amen. This is the only school that you are passing through. Oh, Jesus. Yes ago, God gave me a message. God goes school of greatness. This is, I mean, for you to be great, you have to pass through this school. And one beautiful thing is that this school is a universal school. Go to Papua New Guinea, there's a believer who is in this school. Go to America, there's a believer who is going through this school. If the person is not in the class of barrenness, the person is in the class of lack. But all of them are enrolling the course. But one day, you graduate with a certificate. Uh, the Lord will exalt you. One day you will see greatness and you'll be celebrated. I pray for you that let the oil of this house, the grace upon FCI, the grace upon this ministry, may this God locate you. May every painful event be turned into blessings in the name of Jesus. May God bless you and keep his hand over you. May God wipe your tears away and put laughter Oh, on your lips. Those who called you a barren yesterday, oh, they will come back to Zion Galadosha. and celebrate that Naomi has got a son. They will come back and say there is a case my redeemer Amen. who has come into the life of Naomi. May God reward you Amen. and award you. May God compensate you. Oh, Whatever has been taken away from you, may God multiply it and give it to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. You are blessed beyond oh, the case. Amen. You are blessed beyond the case. Amen. May God bless you. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. God bless all of you. A song that is ringing. Break every chain, break every chain. Thank you for joining us. We trust you are greatly blessed. Please do well to subscribe to our channel and please share so someone else will be blessed as well. Come on.